Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, hello and welcome to another episode of Standing on the North Bank. This is a Wales Online production here. Um, my name is Matt Davis. Uh, Ian Mitchell more with me, as per usual. Um, Mitch, uh, another interesting 24 hours in the history of Swansea City Football Club. Um, Monday morning, there wasn't really much of a, a much of a story there. And then Chris Hewton sacked at Brighton and it all kicks off. Yeah, we've been talking about contracts and things like that for so long now and you know players potentially coming in and leaving. But yeah, this sort of came out of the blue really with Chris Hewton getting the sack. I mean, I can understand that, that they wanted a change in direction. You know, they had... Was it three wins from the last twenty-three games? Ultimately, they stayed up because they, you know, they did have a decent first half of the season. But whether you agree with it or not, they've chosen to go in another direction, and you know, they've identified. Unfortunately, from this side's perspective, they've identified Graham Potter as a number one target. So, yeah, it did, it did come out of the blue, um, and you know, as, as as we stand, there's still no major developments. But yeah, it's going to be a, a, a hectic few days to say the week. To from, yeah, so from the from the bright perspective, I mean, I know it's particularly a bit cold blooded the fact that it happened the day after the season, but it's probably the perfect time to replace your manager. You think you're the furthest point away from the start of the next season. The football for Brighton really wasn't great. Um, you can see it, from, as you say, see it from both sides of the coin. But I think from a Brighton perspective. It, it had it had to be done, and now is the now is the time to do it. Um, like I said that's got knock on effects uh, consequences for for Swansea. So give us the, the latest situation on Potter. What is what have um, what have the club said, and where do we exactly stand at the moment? Yeah. So bear in mind we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon. It's what we're on about four o'clock now. So we've heard that Swansea have turned down an initial approach from Brighton to to speak yeah. with. Graham Potter so um, but as we understand it you know he is number one choice they've got apparently at least two contenders but it sounds more like three um, Phil Neville is understood to be one of the other ones as well because he's got the, the Women's World Cup next next month with England in France but yeah Graham Potter is the number one but Swansea determined to keep hold of him you know he's had a, a great debut season and it's all about building for the future because you know let's be honest I think everyone could see what he was building here, the players, the fans, coaching staff. So yeah, there's there's you know, you can fully understand why the club are desperate to keep him. So they've rejected that initial approach, but you know, let's be honest, that's far from the end of it. There's gonna be um, you know it's it's gonna keep on developing probably as we speak, so yeah, it's it's, it's far from over. This is posturing, I'd have thought from both sides at the moment. Swansea are probably hundred percent yeah. are always going to reject the first approach. Um Going back slightly, who else is on the bookies list? Who's in the top? Sort of who's with in the, the running at the well, moment? With the bookies, Phil, sorry, yeah, I mean, Phil Neville. Yeah, he's on there. Frank Lampard's another one. Yeah, you know, obviously they've got the, the playoffs um, as we record it tomorrow night. So you know, if they don't go up, would he consider that personally? I don't think he will. I think he's in similar fashion to what Potter's done here. You know, I think he's probably happy with what he's, he's building at um, at Derby. David Wagner's another one, but obviously he's not long had the Schalke job, so I can't really see where that stands and 
probably the other one's a bit of an outsider is um, Slavisa Jakanovic who was at, at Fulham so mm. yeah there's a few decent names there but you know as we've seen with the odds as well Graham Potter is by far the, the favourite there Dan Ashworth is the technical director at Brighton he would have worked with, with Neville mm, yeah um, the FA during the, uh, the FA there could be you know a, a, a relationship between between those two that might see him push Potter close but as I say he it does seem to be that Graham is is the man they want yeah absolutely I mean you know there has been some suggestions that um, Dan Ashworth's been keeping tabs on Swansea in recent weeks so it'd be interesting to know where and when he was was he at some of the games but you know, like you say, that you know, the, as much as they do want Graham Potter, they are going to keep their options open in the event that they, they can't get him. Or you know, let's let's not rule out the fact that Graham Potter stays because he's repeatedly stated that he's enjoying building this club, like in similar fashion to what he did in Sweden with Osterson. So, um, you know, until we hear more from Potter, and you know, if he doesn't decide that he wants to go, then you know they are going to have to explore other options. So. You know, at, at the time, as as we record, as I keep saying, it's you know they're going to go hell for leather to try and get him. But you know, until his stance is revealed, then you know we can't really comment further on who else may or may not be in the running. Yet to see one Swansea fan that would <laughs> criticise or blame him for going, though. I, no, I, don't, I, 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 don't, I, think... I just don't. You know, he's he's had such a difficult job. Um, he's had the rug pulled out, out for him a couple of times. Been so tough, and I mean, he's brought that optimism back, hasn't he? Not only that, but the philosophy, everything that goes with it. You know, he's he's often spoken about that remit of restoring the identity. He called it the Swansea way, you know, if if, if you like. And and let's be honest, I think he's done that in abundance. You know, and everyone's bought into it, which has been crucial as well. Not just the players, but you know, staff, fans, everybody. So yeah, if if he was to go, you would feel like you were hitting the reset button, but. As you said, you know, if he gets a big offer from elsewhere or you know Premier League, let's be honest, you wouldn't blame him for turning it down because it's a big opportunity for him, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think even if, as I said to you, I said to you earlier before we came came on air, that, that even if everything was particularly rosy at Swansea, leaving a Championship club for a Premier League club is is only probably only natural anyway, isn't it? It's, it is. it's pr- yeah. career progression. We've you've got to factor in the money as well which is would be considerably more you know I, I I certainly wouldn't blame him for leaving not at all no likewise I mean let's be honest it would be a travesty for Swansea you know yes I think everyone accepts that but you know he, he's been nothing but a professional since he's been at this club the way he's treated him he's so much respect and let's be honest the two windows have been incredibly tough for him especially that January one on deadline day he spoke to us on on deadline day funnily enough before the, the Bristol City game and he looked a bit of a broken man and you just really felt for him that day because it was so tough for him and you bear in mind they lost three players in the late hours of that day Dan mm. James and Leroy Fernilly went as well You know, at the time he met us he was probably thinking that they were gone um, and all the while no one was coming in so he must have just thinking what on earth was he doing at this club but you know, credit to him he's, he's, he's bounced back from that and probably produced some of the best performances since then you know in the latter stages of the season so in terms in, in pure black and white terms here we're saying that if he wants to go it's he'll go that's that's yeah that's my gut feeling you know I can't see a way where he says he wants to go and it doesn't happen because uh, yeah. you know, financially they can offer Brighton can offer better than what Swansea can you know I think everyone knows that um, the club obviously do want to keep him and they will do everything in their power but they are 
under no illusions as to how good an offer that he could be offered elsewhere. I suppose the club will just hope that they can play towards that. He's all, as you as you mentioned there before. He's always talked about this project, and they'll they'll hope that he has that sort of willingness to see that through. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that would be that is the only way they could perhaps persuade him to to stay at the at the liberty. I think that's the way the only way I see it. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, on those that that deadline day I mentioned when with his press conference, he spoke about how difficult a conversation he had with his, his his son I think who's roughly seven or eight years old now you know having to up sticks from Sweden come to a new country making new friends at a new school and you know his, his little boy was really struggling and you know he, he sympathised because it's a massive move you know especially for a, a kid that age so he, he took a lot into account when he took this job so if he does move again you, he wouldn't make any decision lightly so you know it's, it's a big call for him and Let's you know. Let's not forget Swansea took a punt on him as well because he's yeah. not managed in this country before. You know, Sweden with Osterson was his only job. It was great a job he did there. You know, he's he hadn't done it in this country. So, um, but I think you know you can see why because he's 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 thrived this year. He's been excellent. So, yeah, it's really tough situation for the club at the moment. But yeah, it's, it, it does feel like it is down to Graham himself. Well, I think there is an argument there that well, he could make one that you know that, that the club took a gamble on him. Perhaps he should show them some sort of loyalty, but this is this is football. Today. Yeah, there's not much. And when you're talking about your salary being well, I say doubled, potentially doubled, you know, significantly increased. I think is a fair yes. way of saying it. But let's be honest, that's the 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 short and you know I, short of it. I, I think that's you know, I think everyone could take into uh, consideration that if someone's offered offering you, mm. let's say, double the amount of money that you earn in your current job, well. I think every 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 single person would have uh, would, would would take that offer. Um, you you wrote a uh, a good piece earlier. They, they're usually pretty good. Some are all right <laughs> about the impact of what it would be on on Swansea if Potter were to leave, and yeah. we both said it would be a disaster. Not the piece, but the the fact that he left. Yeah. Uh, the fact that if if he were to go, that it would leave Swansea. I did did sort of say that you know they would fold like a pack of cards. I don't think it would go to to that extent, but mm. there's been so much good that he has been responsible for over the last eleven months that is then pretty much wiped out. We're then back to well, pressing the reset button again. That, as that, you, as I was you mentioned, just going to use that phrase. Yeah, I mean that's the concern because you know we all know the state they were in last year and the owners, whatever you, your thoughts on them. They said that it was time to hit the reset button, and you know they were right. They did that with bringing a new manager in, who's coped with extreme adversity and coped with it really well, and still managed to get you know tenth place finish, quarterfinals of the FA Cup, and let's be honest, they weren't far off the playoffs in the you know in the end. A mm. uh, couple of results here and there, they weren't too far off. So, you know, you just hope that he could have carried on building that type of thing. But yeah, in terms of the impact, I mean, you know, it affects. The players they bought into his methods, and you know, they how many times have they spoken about how much they love working under this setup? And the fans are enjoying watching the football again after you know, let's be honest, what three, well, maybe even touch more, about three years or so of really tough football to watch, especially in the latter years of the Premier League. So, um, and what, yeah, yeah, what do the it? young players think that he is in many ways he was he was forced to pick, um players from the academy because mm. a lot of the first team established players were either sold or were, were farmed out on loan 
But what do they think now? If he were to if he were to leave, you know, this this was the man who put so much faith in us, and then say the new guy that comes in, whoever that may be, um, perhaps doesn't have that sort of same approach towards youth team players or or to, or, or to you know starlets coming through the ranks. Yeah, we we don't know, do we? I mean, it's all hypothetical. That is hypothetical. Perhaps from, yeah, that's I, know, I, I, I totally agree with you because you know if it does happen that Potter says he wants to leave, then you know that's a a grim scenario that they're going to have to deal with you know whoever does come in whether they promote from within or bring in a, a manager or a coach from elsewhere that's going to be one of the key things because players are going to think well you know where, where do they stand because they've had so much faith shown in them by Potter you know you can argue through necessity and stuff as well which largely it has been but the talent's obviously there as well you know Graham Potter said that so many times it's not just a case of right I've got no one you have to play it's you know I believe that you're a good player look at Matt Grimes the consensus was that he was not good enough to be a top level footballer and yet he's won he's won Swansea's player of the season. So and there's there's numerous examples of how players have improved under him. So yeah, they'll have their concerns and and rightly so as well. But like I say, until we hear from Graham Potter, until his stance is made clear, I don't really think we can go a bit further beyond that, can we? It's a good good point that you make about improving <clears throat> the football has improved and individuals within that squad mm. have improved. Pretty much every single player has improved. So, certainly, some have have really sort of stepped stepped up. You know, obviously Dan James, they say Matt Grimes. Um, there's so much that he has done that he's installed that sort of uh, that feel good factor about the club again. Mm, yeah. Um, especially when there are so many problems off the field, he has sort of instilled this playing style again and has. Fostered um, the young players, especially, seem to love playing for that shirt. And I think Potter is such a big part of that. You only see, you can see it when he goes across to the stand at the end of each each game. He you know he he really does care about this yeah. about this club. Um, perhaps we're we're speaking about this with with sort of rose tinted spectacles here, and perhaps a bit of wishful thinking. But there is a a connection between the fan base and the manager. There is hundred percent, and that's probably the um, the hope that the fans can have. You know, he's he's a year into a three year deal at the moment. He's still got two years left. Um, and let's be honest, contracts don't often mean anything these days. But it's more the fact that whether he wants to carry on building what he's already started here. So he's got a great rapport with everyone at the club. You know, the, I've, I've mentioned it already. The players adore him and his style. You know, I remember speaking to Ollie McBurney at might have been up at Forest or one of the away games in the latter stages and he just said he absolutely loves it and he's got no 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 gripes whatsoever with everything that he's done since he's been at the club and and you'll look at him, twenty four goals this season. Mm. You know, he's 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 had his faith put in him and he's he's repaid that faith. So Yeah. Um I next point on our, our list here, I don't particularly want to tempt fate, but he probably would look at players. If he were if he were going to Brighton, he'd probably think Yeah. There are a number of players that I work with at Swansea who would be easily gettable. They wouldn't cost the earth. He obviously knows what the financial situation is at the club. Yeah. You know, he's he he brought Bursan Selina to the club for a, a, a what was it three three four million something uh, yeah, like that three to rising to four I believe yeah. Uh, but that that's as as much as we say it's hypothetical, you know. If the unthinkable does happen, then that's only natural. You know, there's going to be some sort of 
there'll be there'll be talks between the clubs and as to what they you know whether they make an agreement. But let, you know, we see it. How many times do we see it? You know. Yeah, I was, I was going to list examples, but there's, there's far too many where it does happen. So. Well, Brendan did it with Joe, didn't he? He, went, he took, took Joe yeah. to, to, to Anfield with him. So, mm. you know, the messy situation with Everton poaching Marco Silva from Watford, and then that happened, and then all of a sudden Richarlison goes to Everton. You know, there's, there's so many examples of where it does happen, and you know, whether they're there are laws that certain ones can be breached from now and then and mm. you know, Everton were investigated for that particular one but let's be honest it does still happen whether it's right or wrong so I think you know again it's hypothetical but it'd be on you know we, we couldn't rule that out could we no. if he did if he did go players following suit um, I suppose you know wondering what happens next now this is quite a fluid situation as so we're recording Tuesday afternoon um not expecting anything to happen imminently, but presumably now the ball is back in in Brighton's court. Whether they come back with another offer, they'd have to come back with another approach. Yeah, it's their call now. So you know, what do they do? Do they come in heavy and up the ante, so to speak? Which, let's be honest, is probably going to happen if he's their man. You know, yeah. Swansea have made their stance clear, but let's be honest, there's only so long you can do that because. For the reasons we've mentioned, the pull of a Premier League club is is, is huge. So, and, and Swansea know that. You know they, you know they they're honest enough to say that. So, but they do want to keep him. So, yeah, they'll they'll, they'll be a bit hardball. They'll be negotiating, but there's going to come to a point where you know there's got to be serious conversations. And again, it's probably going to fall on Graham Potter. Does he want to stay or does he want to does he want to go and and, and try himself elsewhere? And you know, is he money motivated? Is that another factor? Personally, I don't think he is, but you know, we, we never really know, do we? So let's uh, let's let's. I think we can brace ourselves for some stronger approaches from Brighton, to say the very least. I think so. I think the next few days are going to be really quite telling. Um, let's finish it off then with um, I've got written down here about Daniel James, mm. which we talk about on virtually every podcast we've done. Um, what's the latest there? I think Manchester United were the the team on everyone's lips at the end of last week, weren't they? Yeah, there was a lot of links with with you know him going to the upper echelons of the Premier League, and, and Man United was one of the ones. I think it was Talksport that touted him for maybe Jim White. So, um, but from what we understand, and you know the people we've spoken to in Manchester have said the same from their end that there's been no official contact from Manchester United for Daniel James. So. Again, that's not to rule out the possibility of him going there. You know, Ryan Giggs, has, has, there's been reports that he's put in words to the top brass at Old Trafford about him, obviously giving him his debut for Wales against Albania and then obviously giving him his first competitive start against Slovakia where he had a phenomenal game, scored the winner. So, um, yeah, it's not to say it's never going to happen, but as far as we understand it, there hasn't been an official approach from Manchester United for Daniel James. Oh, it's going to be a long, long summer. It's not even June yet. I know. We're only eight days after the end of the season it's, from Blackburn. It's, it's at Ewood Park in the sun. Only just last, just over a week ago. Ridiculous. Um, right, we'll knock it on the head there. I think <laughs> I'm sure that we'll probably be recording quite soon. Again, there's likely to be uh, movement one way or the other in the next um, two or three days. I thought so. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I think you know, like I say, I think you can only expect Brighton to up the ante now and you know it's all of a sudden we can't really talk about other things anymore you know contract signings departures everything everything's it's, on hold until the manager's future is um, sorted certainly yeah 
strap yourselves in, folks. Right, okay. Well, hopefully next time that we are um, speaking to you, we're talking about uh, Potter, Potter staying. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. We'll see. Right, thanks very much, folks. Cheers all.